Hello and welcome back to Girls in a Pod, the podcast where we talk all about women empowerment, motivation, inspiration, and many controversial topics that we as women face on the daily. For today's topic, we are going to be discussing different experiences, stories, and just have a girl and mom talk with my lovely guests, Alondra and Diana. It is no surprise or novelty that every single mom and woman on this earth has experienced pregnancy, birth, postpartum, depression, or postpartum, anything, mom life quite uniquely and differently from each other, so uniquely that no two moms will ever share the same story. This is why I brought Diana and Alondra here to share our different stories from the moment of conception to this very moment. Look forward to hearing talk about our birthing experiences, how it affected us mentally and physically in both positive and negative ways, how we changed as people before and after, and experiences with many other things within that realm of motherhood and womanhood that are tabooed by society to talk about freely. So with that being said, we are going to start with short introductions of ourselves. For me, I am not only your podcast host, but I am also a mom and a fairly new mom. My name's my my name is Julie and my son's name is Nicolas. He is going to be 3 in October. I am still learning and growing every day because again, no one is truly ready for motherhood, but I am 100% open to those new learnings and experiences. What I am going to be talking about most is how being mentally unprepared for both mental and physical changes after birth affected me negatively, but also how many positive things came out of that. Like, I truly learned what my weaknesses are as a mother due to maybe generational trauma. I learned about true self-love after your body changes when having a baby, and I learned to take care of my mental health and developed an amazing, strong, and nurturing mother-son relationship. Hi, everyone. I'm Alondra. I'm a mom of two. I have a three-year-old boy named Junior and a seven-week-old named Genevieve. Mom life has definitely been a challenge, but as Julie said, every day is a new day for growth. Despite all the sleepless nights, all the challenges, being a mom is very rewarding. I wouldn't trade this life for anything. I take pride in being a mom and love to share my experiences with different moms or even those who are thinking of becoming moms. Hi guys, my name is Diana. Um, I'm a mom of three kids at the age of 23, which still surprises me, but um, I'm so happy to be a mom. Like Alondra and Julissa said, it's hard to be... um, a mom sometimes, but it's very rewarding seeing your kids grow, especially my daughter who I had at the age of 16. It still shocks me to know that I'll soon to have a seven-year-old, but my youngest is going to be 10 months and then my son is now four. So I will have two in school and one baby still at home. But um, yeah, I wanted to come and talk about postpartum depression because I feel like many women don't know that it's very real. Um, also about teen pregnancy because it happens um but yeah thank you for having me for this podcast we're going to be talking about five different points which are conceiving pregnancy birth mom life and views for our future life so let's start with conceiving um so what's your story paint a picture for us as to who you were as a person before getting pregnant and before having a baby and the woman you've become after having a baby was your baby planned who were your what were your life goals and aspirations that perhaps were interrupted by this or how they were developed how did you overcome it and how did you feel so i feel like it's very true what people say like not 
not every pregnancy is the same. And um, I think I had two way different experiences with both my pregnancies. So for my first baby, um, I was 19. I had just gotten out of high school. I moved in with my boyfriend and my in-laws. And I don't know, I think we were moving too fast. And I think we were like, we thought we were grown and we were like, okay, well, the next step is like, let's have a baby. So I was like, so that kind of happened. And I, I took out my birth control. Um, we kind of just went with it and we were like, okay, if it happens, it happens, whatever. During this time, I was like getting high every day, uh, drinking, yeah. and I just wasn't it. I don't know why I thought it would be a good time to have a baby. I just wasn't it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It was crazy. So whatever. One day I remember, um, I hadn't gotten my period and I was super tired at work and my coworker was like, girl, like you're pregnant, like you need to go across the street, get a pregnancy test and take it and I was like this bitch is crazy like I'm not pregnant I'm 19 like what the hell I, my period was always late so I was like no it, it'll come but um no se callaban so I was like okay let me go get one went across the street got a pregnancy test I took it at work mm, and so it had the audacity to come back positive I was like what the hell <laughs> so how old were you again I was 19, 19. yeah I was Dang. working at a bank I had like I was getting paid like 13 dollars an hour yeah I was living with my in-laws, like, we were just not stable at all. And um, we were fighting a lot, too. So I'm like, what were we thinking, bringing a baby yeah. into this? But whatever that happened. And then the rest is history from that pregnancy. Um, I kind of, it made me grow up really fast. I feel like um, as soon as I found out I was a mom, I knew I had to mature right away. Because I knew, like, what mom I wanted to be, what life I wanted to give my kids. So I think mm -hmm. that was um, good for me to mature and really grow up. Um, I was in college at that time. So I started taking it more serious because I was just fooling around in the beginning. So, yeah, that happened with Junior. And, you know, we grew up. We figured out how we were going to raise our kid. We, I don't know, I kept seeking different opportunities to make sure I gave my kid a better life. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, we did our best. And he's, so far, he's good. Um, but then with Genevieve, um, Junior had turned two and, um, we were like, well, I think it's time for us to grow our family. Like we want Junior to have a, a sibling, sibling to grow up with cause he was always so bored. So we we're like, okay, like let's, let's plan for another baby. His birthday is in March. We started talking about it in March of 2022. And I was like, okay, well the doctor's telling me like, take out my birth control six to, no, they said like seven to a, months to a year before you want to get pregnant. And I was, because it takes up to a year to get pregnant after your birth control, I guess. So I was like, okay, so we'll take off my birth control in May. We'll start trying and then we'll get pregnant sometime, like a year from yeah. now. Like it'll take up to a year. Well, I went to get my birth control taken out in May. And then in July, I was already a month pregnant. And I was like, dang, this was wow. quick. They didn't oh tell gosh. me this. I thought it was going to take up to a year. So it kind of ruined <laughs> the plans I had. We were planning to go to Disney in March yeah. of this year for mm -hmm. Junior's third birthday. Oh. But uh, we started saving up for that. But then we found out we were pregnant and we were like, dang, now we got to save up for a kid. So Disney never happened. Um, but yeah, it was it was great. Um, I feel like I love being a mom. I'm only 23, but I think mom life was for me. I wasn't really doing much uh, before that, before this. It's kind of just living a day by day. And now I feel like I take things more serious. Um, I dedicate myself a lot to my job and uh, my career. Um, so I don't know. I think everything I do is for my babies at the end of the day. That's all that matters. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I just want to point out like how you said Alondra, not every pregnancy is the same. 
especially for me because I had my baby at 16. I was not planning to be a mom at 16. So um, it's surprising to hear that you said that at 19, you know, you, sometimes you move too fast and you don't realize it. And that was me at 16. Mm-hmm. I was trying to live my life and especially with strict parents, Mexican traditional strict parents. I had a boyfriend at the time and the relationship was not the healthiest. And I mean, you know what happens when you have sex, but yeah. I, my mom just didn't believe in birth control. I I didn't believe in birth control so um i one day i was home um i had ate like chips and skittles all this candy and <laughs> i felt like shit at night but i couldn't sleep and i was watching a documentary on netflix and it was about babies like babies being left and i want to say around five in the morning I felt like I had to throw up. And so my dad was getting ready for work. And so I went downstairs to our basement bathroom and um, I threw up first. But then I was like, dang, I really got to poop. So I was trying to hurry because my uncle usually uses the bathroom downstairs. And um, so I was forcing myself to use the bathroom and something plopped out and started crying (laughs) yeah it was very traumatic for me yeah um, my uncle was outside the door he knocked and I heard somebody cry and I was like oh my god and luckily I thought fast enough and I picked my daughter up from the from the toilet but her head did hit the toilet Um, so I picked her up and she was cold and so then I opened, I pulled up my underwear and I opened the door and I told my uncle, I was like, can you call my mom? I was like, I just had a baby. How I had the strength to do that, I still don't know because I, I think you were in shock or something and blacked out. I think so because my mom came running downstairs and she was like, what, what do you mean? She just had a baby. And luckily my mom just thought of taking care of me and the baby. And my aunt came downstairs with the towel and my aunt said, it's a girl. And I don't know why, but I bursted more in tears. Um, My mom called the ambulance. The ambulance came. I went to the hospital and I think I might've closed my eyes a little bit. Um, But when we got there, they still, I don't know, but they still make you deliver the placenta. So I get there and he's like, okay, you still have to push. The doctor told me. And I was like, what do you mean? Like, I don't know what's going on. Like, what are you saying? And yeah. so um, there I am. They're like, you have to push, honey. And I, so I started pushing and out came the placenta. And I was like, oh, it's painful. When I tell you guys, I had to get like 14 stitches because oh I tore. Yeah. yeah. And so that was the most painful thing. And the craziest thing is that the nurses were like, how is this more painful for you if you just gave birth? So I told the doctor and I told my mom and I couldn't stop saying sorry to my mom because I knew I had fucked up. I was like, dang, like I just had a baby. So um, the doctor was like, please don't worry. Like, you're not the first one in the world who didn't know they were pregnant. Like, I mean, I was gaining weight. I was gaining weight. But the reason I was gaining weight was because I kept eating and eating. So I... I was skinny, like mm-hmm. skinny, skinny. And everywhere I went, they were like, oh, my God, you need to get some meat on your bones. Like, you just need to eat. And so I finally, like, got tired of hearing the same thing. Like, you need to eat. So I just ate. I ate whatever yeah. I wanted, you know. And so I started getting full and fuller all around. And my mom, too, it's like, she was like, where did you hide that damn baby? And I was like, girl, if you don't know, I don't know. Yeah. Like, I couldn't even much? begin to tell you. But, um, 
yeah, I had my daughter at 16 years old. Um, so it's going to be a crazy story to tell my daughter because my daughter is now seven and she asked me for her birth story. She asked me for pictures and I don't have any. Like, I don't have any pictures because I looked, I looked normal. I didn't have an ultrasound, nothing. My whole pregnancy yeah. was without anything, oh any care, like no prenatals. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I yeah. This. <laughs> yeah 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 nobody expects it and that's yeah. why i would tell the freshmen when they would come to school like i'd be like you guys you guys need to be really careful because i was still getting my period mm-hmm. that's another point that i wanted oh. to make is that you can still get pregnant and you can get pregnant and still get your period yeah. so that was what was happening to me um i was not normal period so like Sometimes it would come and sometimes it won't come. Sometimes it come twice a month. Sometimes I wouldn't see it for like a month or two. Yeah. So that's why I thought it was normal. And then um, I told my mom that too. And my mom was more understanding. But yeah, it's it's different with pregnancies because once I had my son, who is now four, mm-hmm. um, that pregnancy was completely different. I mean, I, I had him at 18. So I was yeah. still a teen, mm-hmm. a teen mom still. But um. Yeah, I was able to get an ultrasound. I took a pregnancy test at the UWM bathrooms, and it came oh up positive, and I was stressing yeah. out. It was crazy. Did you notice, like, any any growth, like, throughout, like, in between the, each of the pregnancies? Because you were still a teenager, like, 16 to 18. Did you, like, notice any, like, mental growth within yourself? Yeah, I feel like, well, with my daughter, I had no no choice but to mentally prepare you know grow and mature and um, my parents didn't want me to get a job but as soon as I had my daughter I was like okay it's time to put the big girl pants on and do something about this so luckily my parents were supportive supportive enough for me to finish high school because if I wouldn't have finished high school I don't know where I'd be right now yeah Um, but yeah I was able to finish high school but after I had my daughter I felt like I was more mature. I finally left that toxic relationship. I was Mm -hmm. like, I deserve so much better. I have somebody to take care of now, which I think so much because I don't know where I'd be in that relationship right now. It was very toxic. But um, with my son, I feel like I matured more and was able to be more excited because with that feeling, I mean, just having a baby and not having a connection with your baby, it's different you just have a baby in your arms and I didn't know how to treat her I mean I know she was mine but I was like this is still a dream like this is fake you don't have the time that everyone else has to prepare for it take it all in like yeah yeah so with my son I was able to just there that's crazy yeah it was just crazy and to this day it still shocks me and I tell everyone my story because I'm like I'm not embarrassed to tell anyone yeah because I'm like I wouldn't want anyone to feel that way like oh I'm alone like I've never had that happen to me and for a very long time I felt that way and I felt very um I I got depressed I got depressed because I felt very bad Mm -hmm. that I had my daughter like that like I wish I would have had the ultrasounds and I wish I would have taken better care of her health because she was a five pound baby she was very tiny that's why I didn't show yeah Yeah. and um she was in the NICU for like two weeks in the NICU for two weeks so I feel like if I would have done things differently or if I if I would have at least thought about oh maybe I'm pregnant but no I would have never thought of it because I still got my period yeah but yeah it must be hard yeah I know that's crazy that's a crazy story and I'm over here like talking shit about my own story like no that's crazy no and everyone everyone's story is validated you know but that's that's tough, especially, like, going through that at 16. Oh, my gosh. Like, at 16, I was doing some stupid shit. And, like, I wasn't still, like, 
maturely develop. Mm-hmm. Oof. All right. Should we even continue? No. <laughs> You're like crazy. All right. So my story is um, I met my boyfriend in like 2019. And I, I liked them. I liked them a lot. But I also wanted to be single. I wanted to be ho out and stuff. I don't want to use the word ho out, But I just wanted to go have fun, you know. I was in a long-term relationship for like six years. You guys probably heard this if you've heard other podcasts. But um, I was in a long-term relationship for six years. So I finally got over this guy. And I'm like, okay, I want to be single, right? I want to be single. But then here comes Artie. Artie's my boyfriend. And I liked him, like, because I had a crush on him in middle school, like, way back then. So I was like, bro, what did God do to put this man in my path right now? Mm-hmm. But um, I didn't want to be with him. I was like, no, I can't be with you right now, but I want to be with you. So I, it was kind of selfish of me, too, to be like that, you know, because I I still liked him being there, you know, but I didn't want to be with him. You know, it's weird. But point is, he ended up getting me pregnant. I don't purpose I don't know yeah he trapped me girl (laughs) he trapped me but um point is I got pregnant and I was uh, like not prepared for that at all it was super um out of nowhere at first I was like in the honeymoon stage with him so everything was like oh my god start like rainbows and butterflies love (laughs) and stuff and it wasn't until like the honeymoon phase started passing and that like euphoria that you feel Mm -hmm. like first love started passing I was like, fuck, dude, I'm having a baby, you know? And it's it's just a huge change, I feel. I feel like during my, I never really, like, I never really, um, what do you call it? Like, I, I didn't, like, grasp the idea that I was pregnant. I was just like, I'm pregnant. <clears throat> but it was so much surface level than me being, like, I'm, I'm pregnant. Let me go do something about it. Let me, like, get happy about it. I just, like, accepted it. Yeah, right? And um, that was that. So, um. So, no, he wasn't planned. Um, I feel like I wanted to continue college. I, I had <clears throat> I had to leave school during that time. I left school. And then um, because we wanted to focus on getting a house to live, right? Mm-hmm. So we both started working. And then um, that, was, that was that. And then I had my baby. I feel like we answered all the questions already. No, only one, <laughs> Hold right? on. How did you feel? But, yeah, it was, it was a very, like not normal story but it was very um i was just very mentally unprepared for it which caused a lot of stuff with my depression it caused a lot of stuff um like problems within our relationship it caused a lot it just caused a lot of like untreated like mentally like stuff things to come back to light or not come back to light but like um they were there and just be like out there more you know but yeah so that's my story. <laughs> nothing like I feel like that's so much like nothing compared to. <laughs> but I feel like do you did you have a connection because your first preg- I mean I didn't know I was pregnant but you know when you find out that you're pregnant with my son it was the same way mm-hmm. like I didn't want to be pregnant no more I already had a baby at 16 and now I'm gonna have another baby at 18 so I felt yeah. a little disconnected like I wasn't happy that I was pregnant but at the same time I was like um pregnant. I feel so, no I feel the same like I felt disconnected I just didn't feel like like I knew I was pregnant but I didn't like grasp like grasp the whole idea that I was gonna have a baby I was gonna be a mother you need to like love this baby like I'm telling you up to the point until he was in my arms I felt like he was a little stranger in my arms I'm yes, like oh my gosh okay. like 
I need to, and it was more like, I need to learn to love you. Like, you know, when you meet someone and they're a stranger, that's how it felt. And, and I talked to my doctor and he was like, that's all a part of like postpartum depression. Like you don't got to feel bad about that and stuff like that so yeah and that's what i never understood i'm sorry i never understood (laughs) that and i felt like i was the only one but like you hold your baby and it's like a stranger so like you feel like you don't feel love right away yeah and i feel like some moms don't know that is that you shouldn't feel guilty if you don't feel yeah Yeah. because you have to grow that Uh connection so i don't know if you ladies grew that connection right away like as soon as you Mm -hmm. felt that baby on your chest or were you when you were pregnant or did it take a minute i had to develop my my love for my son (laughs) kidding no i i loved him from the moment obviously because he's my son but i had to develop a connection Mm -hmm. with him type shit you know yeah for me with my first one i feel like i was just so excited like i was like yay like i'm having a baby like i i think i was just so young i thought it was gonna be like a doll honestly and i was just so excited like i remember finding out i was pregnant the next day i went to look at baby stuff and I, it was just like the i was so excited yeah as soon as i found out it was a boy i was spending all my money buying mm-hmm. him stuff and um that was for the first one and I, it, the pregnancy was just taking forever like for him to come it was taking mm-hmm. forever but with this one with my second one i didn't really feel a connection with her. I just, like, I would never talk to her the way I would talk to my son. Mm -hmm. And it was just, like, I felt a lot of guilt because I felt like every day I was beating myself up. Like, it's not going to be just Junior anymore. Like, I feel so bad. Like, he's so used to it being me and him. And it makes me so emotional because I was like, what if my baby hates, like, having a sister? Like, what if he gets jealous? Like, all he knows is me and him, you know? So with her, I kind of just felt a lot, like, really guilty. I also felt guilty because I feel I felt like I was more stable now. And Junior never got to get, like, never, Junior, I feel like Junior never experienced stable me. Mm-hmm. Like, with this baby, I'm buying her all these things that I couldn't afford with Junior, you know? Yeah. And I don't know why I feel guilty yeah, about no, that. But that. it's like, wow, I really wasn't prepared with him. And now with her, I am. Like, it, I don't know. I feel like I was a yeah. bad mom to him. Mm-hmm. But I didn't feel a connection with this one. I pressed him. No, you're good. I think it's still on green. Oh, sorry. Um, uh, With this one, I really didn't feel a connection Um, up until she was born. I feel, honestly, I feel like I love her and everything. I loved her since I found out about her. Like, I feel like a baby is a blessing. But right now, she's just there. And I love her and everything. But, like, I obviously, I have a bigger connection with Junior, right? Yeah. But I don't know. It was hard. The pregnancy was hard. Getting And her, she really messed me up, like. The whole pregnancy with her was so different than Junior. With Junior, I didn't feel anything. With her, I'm getting into the other question. It was harder. With her, it was, oh, my God. It was so many different symptoms. It was so much pain. I went through a lot with her. And I was, I don't know if I resented her for a while. Like, why are you making me feel like this? Yeah. But it was just very hard. Oh, no, yeah. And then I, I dealt with a lot of mom guilt also. So that was hard. But now I feel like I have a better connection but with did her. you, because with pregnancies, it's different, right? So with my son, I actually experienced the pregnancy belly and everything with him i was able to work so with him like i had a perfect pregnancy but i feel like with my son my middle child i feel like i have that resentment i don't know why but i think it's because with layla i like i showed her all this love and with my middle son and i feel guilty all the time and mom guilt never leaves you i feel like it never leaves you every night i'm like crying because i'm like i shouldn't make it so bad today i should have been a better mom but i know i did something good for them you know i took i try to play with them talk to them see how they're feeling but that mom guilt just never leaves you but that pregnancy is just different so with my son i had the perfect pregnancy like i could work throughout my whole pregnancy until i popped like the 
postpartum was perfect. I did end up getting a little bit of postpartum depression and anxiety because I just wanted to get back to work. Like I just couldn't stand there seeing a little baby just eat, poop and sleep. That's all he did. And at the time I was living with my in-laws. So it was even tougher on me because I just liked being in the closed doors. Like, I didn't want to go out into their house oh, and yeah. do whatever I wanted, especially yeah. with Layla. Layla was a two-year-old running around, and they had um, my brother-in-law, who was a little younger, like five years old, and a two-year-old to take over his parents. He was not happy about that. So I would just close myself in doors. So I was like, I really need to go back to work. And I ended up going back to work. But with my third pregnancy... I didn't want to be pregnant either. I, I mean, I took every precaution I could. I took plan B and it failed me. But um, that pregnancy was tough. I had to take off of work. Like I couldn't work at all the whole pregnancy, full nine months. And I felt lazy. Like I was like, I need to do something, at least wash a plate or clean my bathroom. But I couldn't even do that. Yeah. But with that baby, I feel like I built a connection because I knew about that pregnancy throughout the whole pregnancy and didn't feel resentment. Like, I, I forgave myself for getting pregnant on accident again, but yeah. I knew that I took the precautions to not get pregnant, and it still happened. Yeah. But I don't want to be that mom that shows different love to each child. You oh, know, when they yeah. say that you have favorite child, favorite children, like, yeah. I feel guilty for telling my mom that all the time because my mom shows love, and you never know, like, Julie, you only have your son, Nico, right? Yeah. Like, how do you feel? Or do you plan on getting pregnant soon? Or how do you think you'll feel if you have that second baby? I am scared of that, of, like, the mom guilt of, like, being prepared for this baby, this next baby, and not me having be, being able to have given that to Nico, you know? But, like, that's funny you say that because um, I don't know if you guys experience this with your Mexican parents, but I always tell my mom, I'm like, Mom, you treat my brother so much better. Like, you hug him, you kiss him. I feel weird kissing you. I feel weird kissing my mom, you know? And I feel like I feel like when I have a daughter, I'm going to, like, it's going to be so different for me. It's going to be more meaningful because me and my mom never had that connection of, like, love, you know? Of, like, you ever see, like, white people, like, white girls and their moms, like, be all over each other and, like, kissing everywhere? Yeah. I never had the relationship with my mom. I had it with my dad. I was, like, a dad's girl, but not with my mom. Like, even to this day, it feels weird hugging my mom. So I always tell my boyfriend, I'm like, dude, when we have a daughter, it's going to be, like, it's going to be something for me, you know? So, yeah. All right. So we kind of answered some of the next questions coming up, but it's fine. So... Point two is pregnancy. How was your pregnancy, both physically and mentally? Did it take any toll on you? How did people look at you or treat you? Did your body change a lot? Were you prepared and educated about the changes that came with pregnancy? How was your partner during this stage? Or or if you were or are a single mother, how did it go? How was it more challenging? Um, so um, with my pregnancies, obviously, they were both, like I said, they were both very different. Um, with Junior, with the first one, I honestly did not have any symptoms. I lost a lot of weight. I lost 30 pounds with him. Um, I didn't feel anything. I didn't. The only cravings I had were a chicken Caesar salad <laughs> and fruit. That was my cravings. Um, and it was good. It was, it was, everything was good up until birth, but I guess we'll talk about that later. Um but yeah, my pregnancy was good. I didn't feel anything. My mental health was um, honestly awesome during him. I, I had to get off of my 
um, medicine and everything. So little backstory, I struggle with like anxiety a lot. Um, I have a lot of stuff messed up with me. So I have anxiety. <laughs> too, I guess I have yeah. bipolar disorder and I have ADHD. So <laughs> that's what they say, right? Um, but with Junior, it was great. Like, I guess my hormones were like super high or something that it balanced it out. And I didn't have to take any meds. And I was just like, life was perfect. And um, even after I gave birth with him, my mental health was great. I didn't have to get on meds right away. Um, but with Genevieve, with this pregnancy, this pregnancy was so different. I had... Um, had to go to the ER because I had gallstones. Um, I guess it happens when you're pregnant. I also got gestational diabetes. Um, her, she was, she was always causing me back pain. It was horrible. Um, and then my mental health was horrible. I couldn't. The pills they prescribed me, I couldn't even take them because they weren't helping. Um, my hormones didn't balance out the way they were junior. Um, and then up until now, like it's still just getting worse and worse. <clears throat> And it's kind of hard to get back on the medicine right away because it takes like a month to kick in. And then all the doctors are booked out and it's just, it was yeah. a whole mess with her. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, they were different. Um, I don't know. It was such like contrast, like black and white with both of them. <clears throat> people looked at me, I, I want to say people looked at me more when I was pregnant with Junior because I was only 19 mm -hmm. and I was going to college in person and people in college act like they've never seen a pregnant person before. That must have been hard because I remember I have, <coughs> I have like extremely bad, not extremely bad, but I had really bad anxiety that I had to drop out of school. Like I could not deal. So kudos to you because I could not do that. I couldn't like imagine myself pregnant with a belly and going to school I felt I felt all eyes on me to the point I wanted to cry and I couldn't focus on like what I was doing so how was that like um it was hard because I was so I was a sophomore at the time taking sophomore classes um most of my classes were mostly white people I feel like white people don't really understand us I feel like as Hispanics we tend to start a family right away Whereas they start, like, they go to school, then They're they travel. Parties. Yeah, they yeah. travel, then they get together, then they have kids. They do everything the mm -hmm. traditional way. So I think it was, like, very shocking to them to see that. But it was just these stairs. Like, I would be walking down the hallway, like, all wobbling. And they would just stare at me. And I'm like, dang, I can't even walk faster because I'm <laughs> pregnant. Um, but um, a lot of perks did come with it. Like, people would hold the door for me. They would hold the elevator for me. Oh, uh, yeah. But, no, it was a lot of, like, people staring at me. Um I feel like a lot of people like saw me as a statistic, you know, and that always sucks. Yeah. Um, but How you know, your parents supportive the whole time. Yeah, my parents were supportive. I had moved out already mm -hmm. before I got pregnant. Oh, okay. Um, so they were they were okay with it. Um, yeah, I don't know. They were actually very supporting. Um, till this day, I feel like um, even though whenever I mess up, they still always support me and they have my back and. Nunca me dicen mis verdades, which I feel like they should. But no, um, I think I did things the right way. Like, I waited till I was out, out of high school, at least, because mm -hmm. that's something they always hated. Like, they would always tell me, uh, my mom siempre decía, si estás metiendo las patas, cuídate. Yeah. Like, she would always tell me that's that. That's good, though, you know? Yeah, and I always siempre me cuidaba. Um, but mm -hmm. I don't know. I waited. And yeah. I, I, I still feel like I messed up. But <laughs> they supported me. They were happy. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, adding to Alondra's comment, so with my with my second son, I was pregnant at 18, so I had just finished high school, graduated, and I was so excited. Here I come, college. I wanted to be a nurse so bad. 
And I was like, okay, it's fine. I'm pregnant. I'm going to still do it, right? So I was going to school. But how Julie said, I had the worst anxiety. Like, I couldn't bear the idea because my belly was growing. I thought I wasn't going to have a belly. Like, with my daughter, I was like, oh, maybe I'm abnormal. and I'm not going to have a belly, you know, (laughs) just have babies. No, um, I had to hide it. Like, I couldn't bear the idea of kids staring at me because, I mean, we were still kids. We were still young, you know? So college kids staring at me and so... I was just so tired, too. Like, that pregnancy in the beginning, I was tired. I just wanted to go to sleep. I had 8 a.m. classes, which is the worst. Everyone told me, don't do 8 a.m. classes. But um, I was like, no, I can't do 8 a.m. classes. But I still tried. But, yeah, I tried hiding it. Like, I would wear big baggy sweaters and stuff and try to get through school. But my anxiety got the best of me. And I just decided to just not even go to school anymore. So I dropped out. I dropped out <laughs> and didn't even go back for nursing. But, um, yeah, it's crazy how, like, I mean, you're pregnant and you're proud to be a mom. But you want to hide it. Yeah. Like, you don't want people to stare at you. And your anxiety grows as you're a mom, I feel like, because you have this little tiny human to take care of. And I was already anxious before that, but I was even more anxious with being pregnant. And I just wanted to hide under a rock under my whole pregnancy until he came out. That's so funny. I think with my first one, um, at 19, I was, I feel like I was such a creída. So I didn't care, like, if people saw me, like, I wanted people to see me, you know. So yo aquí me quería la Kylie Jenner, you know, all pregnant. And um, I wasn't really embarrassed. It was just, like, a lot of people would stare at me in school. But I think with the second one, I was more embarrassed because I work. So I work in um, I work in HR. I work with all these professionals mm-hmm. that have went to school, um, all these people that are married. And I was so embarrassed to be pregnant and not married. Like, that was one thing I'm embarrassed about, <laughs> like, that I'm have two kids and I'm not married so like every time it's so embarrassing to me because then they would talk about um oh like how does your husband feel about like you being pregnant well I don't have a husband I have a boyfriend like I don't know I was when I would whenever I would mention him I'd be like oh this is so ghetto I have to call him my boyfriend so I think that's like why I was embarrassed to be pregnant the second time yeah uh but the first time I wasn't really embarrassed much um yeah I'm still kind of embarrassed I I started saying significant other because I noticed that people that don't believe in marriage say that shit. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, because I felt ghetto too. I was like, I don't want to say boyfriend, you know? So I'm like, oh, my significant other. And it feels weird, but yeah. I guess. So. I say my partner. But then yeah, I was like, I what if they think I have like a girl partner? That's what I'm saying, partner. <laughs> Yeah, me too. Like, okay, I have two kids with this man and um, I still call him. Well, because my parents would always say, it was esposo. Onde está tu esposo? And I'm like, he's not my husband. Like, I'm not married yet. Like, we're just, we just, they're like, he's basically your husband. You moved out with him and you guys have kids. He's your husband. But for me, I just couldn't bring myself to say that. Like, I couldn't call him my husband because no ring on my finger. So I was like, I just called him my, my boyfriend or my man. That's all I would say. But, um, yeah, with my third pregnancy, I feel like I wanted everyone to know that I was pregnant. I mean, I still kept it private. I never posted it on my socials just because I just didn't want all eyes on me. I mean, I'm 23 and with three kids. Like, I don't know. I mean, I still have that anxiety of what people would think of me. But I was okay if somebody saw me on the street and saw that I was pregnant. I'd be like, oh, yeah, I'm pregnant, expecting my third child. But I was happy with my third pregnancy. With my, I mean, I was happy to have my kids. But I wasn't happy to be pregnant with my two. But 
with my third i feel like i was happy and i feel like i matured like i i I had that background of being a mom and my kids were excited too when i told them that i was pregnant Mm -hmm. i was worried at first that they weren't excited to be a brother and a sister like oh man like they're probably gonna be so mad at me but no they were excited they were like oh okay we're gonna have a baby brother and luckily they did um do well with my pregnancy i was scared that i wasn't able to do much because i was really lazy with this third pregnancy like i couldn't Mm -hmm. even step a foot outside but um i was scared for my kids like i couldn't take them out or anything but they were so supportive and i was surprised like i i thought they hated me or something because i didn't take them out to do fun things i didn't have the money for it i mean Mm -hmm. i wasn't working no more um but they were so supportive and they took care of me and when i was gone they were still okay and when i came home with the baby i was like man i hope they don't change feelings Mm because my daughter she would hit my stomach when she saw that i was getting another baby but once i brought him home she was all in love with him yeah but with the third pregnancy oh she was so excited she was like can i change his diaper and same thing with my son my son was like can i feed him and so it's crazy how pregnancies can be different because you'd expect it all to be the same and there's women who have like really bad pregnancies the first time and they're like oh like here we go again i'm probably gonna have it the worst but they have like the best pregnancy ever like the pregnancy glow or they have like that um where they're just happy all the time like they just get all those hormones that make you happy i know like i i always see that and i that's what i something i always felt guilty about too is that I wasn't experiencing that like beautiful side of it but I feel like I really want to feel that with my next pregnancy if and when I get pregnant um I don't know like just embracing it and like wearing the cute outfits and like doing like the the photo shoots and all that stuff because I feel like at the beginning not at the beginning but with Nico it was more of like I would wear baggy clothes and try to hide myself and I wouldn't like say it or wouldn't mention it unless people asked me. You your know? Adam Sandler outfit. That's how yeah. people would say you're looking like Adam Sandler. I would wear like like running shorts and like big, big shirts all the time. And like you could never see my belly, but it was there. So I if, if I put something tight, you could see it. But like if I wore like a running shirt, like big shirt or something, you could never see it. So yeah. I hated the second pregnancy too, because right after junior, I gained a lot of weight. Like I was at my heaviest right before getting pregnant. So when I got pregnant, I was never showing because I was just, I just looked fat. So I never showed for this last pregnancy. Everyone like, they're like, when are you due? Like people at work will find out I was pregnant. They're like, oh, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm due next week. And they'll be like, what? Like, I can't believe you don't even look pregnant. I'm like, yeah, I just look fat. And that's how it was. Like, I literally just look like normal. Yeah. And I couldn't wear the cute outfits the second time either. It's horrible. I was living in leggings. I could go next so for our third point what was your birthing experience life like both physically and mentally did anything catch you off guard did you hope or wish your hospital did something different something you liked about your birthing experience experience was there an immediate connection with your baby so with my second son it was it was weird because i got sick so i got sick and like they were like oh like you need to be careful because like you'll probably give birth so i kept going back and forth to the hospital home and i was tired because i couldn't sleep um and i was bleeding so i was like dang i don't know what a normal pregnancy is because i mean i just pooped out my daughter so it was my first normal pregnancy so i didn't know when i was gonna give birth but 
um with him it was normal i got the iv though i thought i wasn't gonna feel any pain i was like oh i'm just gonna do the same thing i did with my daughter and just poop her out poop him out like i won't i won't feel any pain but man props to women because contractions hurt like a bitch and i was not prepared for that at all and you didn't get up I didn't get epidural, but I did get the IV, so I was high. Like, I was really yeah. high, and I loved the IV because I was like, I mean, I could still feel the contractions, and I knew when I was ready to push, but I didn't feel as painful. Yeah. So with his birth, it was easy, and I was prepared. I was like, oh, yay, like, I'll finally get to see my son. And when I saw him, I um they put him on my chest, but for five minutes because then he had to go to the NICU because he didn't know how to eat. Yeah. But um, with my third pregnancy, I got induced because my water broke and they were like, oh, you're prone to infection. And I was taking too long to dilate any anymore. So they were like, OK, we're going to give you Pitocin. And Pitocin makes your contract. I didn't believe it. I was like, man, should I get the Pitocin or should I not? But I had no choice. And when I got the Pitocin, like the contractions felt like 10 times worse yeah. than my other birth. And I wasn't prepared for that at all. So during the birth, I was like ready to like die. I was like, I'd rather <laughs> die at this point than pitch this baby out. And I told my boyfriend too, I was like, I was like, help me because I just can't do it. I was like, I can't do it. And I told the um, OB the same thing. I was like, I can't do it. I was like, I can't do it. She was like, you can do it. I was like, no, I can't. I was like, I can't do it. Um, so what ended happening is that like, I was in so much pain and I just couldn't hold it. I pushed before time. Yeah. Like I was telling her I have to push, but she was like, you can't push. And I was like, well, I'm going to push because I can't take this pain. Mm -hmm. But births are so different. I got Pitocin and I never want to experience that again. Like, I want my <laughs> tubes out. And I told the doctor that, too. I was like, I don't want to get pregnant anymore and because this, this traumatized me. Like, having to get those contractions and push that baby out before time, I was like, yeah, no, yeah. I'm, I'm done. But I don't know. Like, births are just different. Like, you expect everything to go so smoothly and that it'll be done in two seconds. But yeah. it's crazy because I hear some people have, like, three day three day birth Neighbors. stores yeah. yeah like contractions last so long i can't even begin to think that yeah with me my birth both of my birth experiences are so different so for junior for my first one um i remember i so let me let me paint the whole picture for you guys so my boyfriend had went to a party on a saturday night and he didn't come home till like three in the morning whatever that was fine i was sleeping at like 7 30 in the morning i wake him up i'm like hey like i'm in a lot of pain we need to go to the doctor like i think i'm having the baby so he's like are you sure i'm like yeah so he gets all ready mind you he went to sleep like at three in the morning then i woke him up super early and i was like yeah like let's go we went um the guy checked me in and then the doctor checked me he's like no you're only one centimeter dilated like go home your baby's not gonna come anytime soon and i was like dang but like it was hurting a lot and I was like, okay, well, whatever. So we go home. This was now Sunday, right? Mm -hmm. We go home. And then um, the whole day, I'm fine. Um, they kept us in the hospital till like 5 p.m. So then we got home. The whole day, I was fine. He hadn't gotten a lot of sleep, and he worked on the Monday. So he's like, okay, I'm going to go to sleep, whatever. He went to sleep. Monday came. He went to work, and I was in pain the whole day. So then around 11 p.m. on Monday, um, the pain got worse and 
when we were in the hospital the first time, the doctor was like, I was like, well, how do I know when I'm having the baby? The doctor's like, you're going to get so much pain that you're not going to be able to walk or talk. I'm like, okay, okay. I was waiting for that. So whatever. Monday came at 11 p.m. It got so bad. And um, I got up from the bed because we were about to go to sleep. I got up and I started walking around because the pain was horrible. And I was like, Carlos, my boyfriend, I was like, Carlos, I think we need to go to the hospital. Like, I think I'm having the baby. He's like, no, you're still walking and talking. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you're right. He did say I wasn't going to walk or talk. So I'm like, okay, whatever. Ya me aguante un poquito más. 30 minutes later, I'm like, no, I think this baby is coming. And he was like dead asleep. And I felt bad because he's the one working. He was the one working. And I was like, what if it's another false alarm? Like, I am walking and talking. So I was like, okay, I'm like, hey, Carlos, I'm going to wait till your mom gets home. And then I'm going to see if she can take me. So my suegra works. Uh, she worked third shift at that time. So she got home at midnight. Mm -hmm. And I was like, sorry, pero, like, I know you just got out of work, but I think I'm having the baby. Like, can you guys take me to the hospital? Mm -hmm. And my suegra, my suegra took me. And we got there, and I was already six centimeters dilated. Oh, and I was like, see, I knew I was having the baby. So I'm calling Carlos. I'm like, Carlos, the baby's coming. But he wasn't answering because he was dead asleep. Yeah. Thankfully, his brother was awake. So I'm like, hey, Edgar, which is a brother. I was like, can you wake up, Carlos? And then um, he went to wake him up. He's like, hey, like, the baby's coming. Um, you need to go to the hospital. I think he was, like, so confused. He's like, what are you talking about? And then Edgar was like, your baby is coming. Like, yeah. you need to go to the hospital. So <laughs> he thought he, you were home. So. Yeah, he was so confused because he, he knocks out, like, really deep. Yeah. And, yeah, so he got to the hospital um they admitted him they admitted me at like one in the morning and um the whole day so this was like obviously tuesday morning now right mm -hmm. so the whole time i was like fine i didn't fall asleep at all um and i hadn't ate since sunday morning mm -hmm. so we were already on tuesday um at 10 a.m I reached 10 centimeters. Oh, because oh, I got the yeah. epidural. I got the epidural as soon as I got there because I was like, oh, I'm already six centimeters. Like, I already went <laughs> through well, it. Yeah. Like, I want to relax now, right? Right, right? Worst thing I could have done. <laughs> I feel like that slowed down my labor a lot. Yeah. And it wasn't until 10 a.m. that they were like, okay, it's time for you to push. And I started pushing, but nothing was happening. Like, I was pushing for four hours. Dude, I, the pushing is hard. Like, eh? I don't know. I thought, like, like, I just thought as a woman I would know how to push. <laughs> but... I was pushing and nothing was happening and I was like what the hell like how do you push them they're like push like you're pooping and I'm like that's yeah. what I'm doing but then they're so like no mad. you're pushing like you're peeing I'm like how do you guys yeah. know how I'm pushing like but anyways I was pushing for four hours and then they were like yeah this baby's not coming yeah. whole time I was pushing I was starving like I was so hungry oh, and my then gosh. my sister and Carlos my boyfriend were just eating next to me <gasps> and I was like assholes oh, and I was so God. hungry but they had to do an emergency C-section. That was the scariest thing I've ever went through. I kept fainting while they were doing that. I kept, like, oh, passing wow. out, and I would wake up, and I'm like, what are, what's happening, Carlos? He's like, well, they're taking the baby oh, out. God. It God. felt like an eternity. I was in a room full of, like, machines. It was a white room. It was so cold. I got the shakes so bad. I don't know if you guys got the yeah. shakes. Yeah. Oh, the shakes were horrible. So I got those really bad, and the whole experience was just traumatic. They put him on my chest when they were done, but I honestly didn't want him. Like, I was just so traumatized. Yeah. I did not want him. And um, that happened, whatever. I got over it. Um, they had me on some heavy medication after that. I think I was on oxycodone, and I was always, like, high and, like, really tired. Like, I almost dropped them once because I was just out of it. Yeah. So that was horrible. But with the second one, it was a plan C-section. So uh, we had him on Monday, April 10. Junior's birthday is March 10. Or we had her April 10. Junior's birthday is March 10. Uh, so one month after, um, I went in at 5 in the morning. They took me into the room at like 7.30. Baby came out like at 8. 
Uh, we had a bad bunny playing in the background. It was it was great. <laughs> it was a vibe. Yeah, it was a vibe. I didn't even realize they were cutting into me. Oh my god. Yeah, so it was it was good this time. Um I do wish that the first time I was more like prepared and I feel like I, I wish I had a birth plan or practice or went to classes to practice pushing because they offer those. Yeah. I didn't think pushing mm-hmm. was gonna be hard. I also wish I didn't take the epidural right away because I feel like I could have kept going and I would have had the baby naturally. Because yeah. now I can only have one more baby with the C section. So they do they say you can have most three. With the C section. With the C section you can have a fourth C section but it's more like of a risk that something happens. Yeah. Um and I don't like uneven numbers, so I might have to say fucking and have a fourth one if I do have a third one. Um, but yeah, I just wish I had it like, like <laughs> yeah, I hate the C-section is horrible. Yeah, like I have this mop, this long car right here. That, but the we crease. all get that. Yeah. yeah, the crease. But like the muscle don't work, so I can never lose it. Oh I have to get God, a tummy no tuck. Bad. Like they, like I don't have feeling on it. Oh my yeah. gosh, no yeah. way. Oh so gosh. don't get a C-section if you can avoid it. Oh, yeah. All right. So for me, it happened the same. It was that that it was like me. Oh my god, the baby's coming! The baby's coming for like a whole night, right? A whole night, and my boyfriend didn't believe me anymore at one point, right? And I would get on the phone. I wouldn't go to the hospital, but but I would get on the phone a lot with the with the hospital and tell them, right? And I needed I needed specific instructions as to, well, how do you know, right? How do I know I need to go, right? So I remember. Um, I remember going, like, at one point, it, it got really bad. It got really bad. So I was like, okay, this has to be fucking it. If it's not it, I don't know what the fuck this is, right? So I just remember I couldn't even sit. Like, I don't know. It hurt, like, to sit. Like, your your butthole hurt. And then, um, so I, w- I remember I was, like, driving. No, my boyfriend was driving. I was sitting like this. And then um, I remember he, he had a Jeep at that time, right? And it would bounce a lot. Oh, my God. And the that would just i feel like the baby would bounce with me and like go more deeper oh my god it was so bad but point is we got to the hospital and they were like oh do you want to do you want the epidural now later do you want it at all and i was like hell yeah i want everything everything you got give it to me me (laughs) give me everything (laughs) so first of all they gave me the the what is it called the IV IV? shot yeah oh my god that hurt so much like i literally wanted to cry because um they had they had an apprentice in my room, so she didn't know how to give a fucking IV. Yeah, so I had, she tried it, like, right here on my wrist. Then she tried it, eventually, after trying three times on my wrist, it failed. And then she had to try, like, three, three times right times? here. Oh right here, girl. Like, I would have been like, can you get some Yeah, oh know? my gosh. So, point is, my hand, like, they put it, they put it right here. We got that over with. Then, um, they gave me... They gave me something. I forgot what it's called. It's with an F. And I was pretty high. And then after that, they gave me Pitocin. But then, or I don't know if they put the epidural first. But point is, the the anesthesia doctor was on my floor. And he was, the my nurse was like, well, he's here right now. If you don't want it right now, the next time he's going to come up here is probably going to be in like an hour. Mm-hmm. So you're probably going to be more dilated and we're not going to be able to give it to you. So I was like, fuck it. Okay, give it to me right now, right? 
and I am really scared of needles. I'm, I'm dude. I'm terrified of needles. And um, I just remember I was hyperventilating. I was like digging my my nails into my boyfriend's back and stuff the whole time because I saw the fucking needle and that shit is huge. And they try not to show it to you, right? But I was looking like oh I was looking. God. Yeah, girl. Oh my god. <laughs> and then yeah, the doctor kept yelling at me. He was like, "You cannot do that. Just like focus." And then they make you bend. Did they make yeah. you bend like that? Like they make you all bend weird. like all weird. Oh my god, but it wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. Then you feel like some bubbling stuff in your back. Did you feel that? Like when they like insert the medicine, it feels like, like the little, (laughs) it feels weird, but I felt really good after that. Like I didn't feel anything. I kept pumping. I kept pumping shit into me. (laughs) I kept pumping shit into me. I kept pumping medicine into me. And then, um, after I didn't push for that long, but the pushing was fucking hard. Like I felt like the Las Venitas and Mikara, like, like ripping and everything. Mm -hmm. Right. Oh, you got yeah, go. Okay, let me go grab it. We got baby babies coming things. in here. Mom things going on. But then after that, it was thirty minute, a thirty minute push, and he came out. Oh, yeah, me. girl, I know. I didn't. I I was like, what? But yeah, I I guess I'm looking that. I think I'm scared though. Oh, what I am scared about is that, or what did happen? Somebody mentioned a C-section during it. Like oh. there. And I went crazy. I was like, I cannot have a C-section. Like, I'm scared to get opened up. Like, I cannot do that. So I started freaking out. So they put, like, something else, another medication into me to, like, ease up my anxiety. And they were like, no, it's not for you. We're talking about the other, like, pregnant girl next door to you. Like, she's getting a C-section. Like, you need to calm down. We're not giving you a C-section, right? <laughs> like, bitch, why would you talk about another fucking, like, yeah. girl up in here, right? So, yeah, everything went pretty good, though. All right, so for points four and five, we're going to be talking about mom life and views on our future's life, on our future lives. Um, so, like, how is mom life going? Have you grown in certain aspects of motherhood? Who are you now? What do you enjoy? What do you enjoy? How do you manage your time? How do you manage juggling your own time, baby time, significant other time, outside family time? Is there more you wish your partner helped you with? Is there Are there certain areas you wish you could work on a bit more about yourself? Are there parts of yourself you love but feel you can't fully bring out or embrace due to fear of being judged as a mom? And what are your goals, aspirations, and what kind, what kind of mom do you want to grow to be? What do you hope and wish for your kids? your weaknesses as a mom your strengths how have you changed as a person compare the you from before kids to the you now how has how has your mentality been shaped throughout the years after having kids okay so mom life mom life has been hard rewarding and all the in between um I think mom life for me was very hard when I had my first baby. I felt a lot of mom guilt. I mean, I still feel it to this day, but I feel like it was very different back then. Um, I kind of alienated myself from my friends as soon as I had a baby. Um, I felt guilty, like, going to work. I felt guilty going to school. Um, And I just, I don't know, I just felt guilty being away from my baby. I feel like I had to be with him all the time. Um, And I think that really changed how I was. I was always outgoing, and I was always, like, doing different things, playing soccer, um, I was always fit and everything, but I feel like as soon as I had my baby, I dedicated myself completely to him, mm-hmm. and I kind of just gave up on myself. I had no self-identity. I was like, okay, I'm a mom. That's it. Like, I'll figure out when I'll have me time when he's older. Like, right now, what matters is him. Um, and I, I, for for a long time, I thought that was okay. I thought I was go- doing a good job. I feel mm-hmm. like until he was about two, I started realizing, like, no, I can't. I'm not being the best mom. Like, I need to 
prioritize myself as well to, yeah. to be able to, you know, be the best mom I can be to him or else I'm going to burn out and mm-hmm. I'm going to be horrible. I started taking care of myself more. I started doing my makeup more. I started going, not going out more, but I started, um, I keep pressing this damn power button. Sorry. I think you're fine, yeah. I, I just started um, caring about myself, treating myself. Uh, whenever I'd go to the stores, I would always just spend my money on him because I was like, no, I can't spend my money mm-hmm. on myself. Yeah. Started spending my money on myself more and it, it got better. Now I feel like mom life has been, I've, I've kind of tried a lot of different things, I feel like, and now we have like a good routine. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going good. Um, my boyfriend helps me out a lot. Um, he, we kind of have like the traditional Mexican family. He doesn't help me out like as much as like I see some other people helping out, but I feel like. I don't know. He's just very helpful in other things. Like whenever I don't want to clean, I'm, I don't like to clean at all. But like whenever I don't want to clean, he cleans up. Um, I always feel like, okay, if I'm if I'm working and you're working, like everything else is going to be 50-50. Like mm-hmm. if I'm going to cook today, you're going to wash the dishes, stuff yeah, like that. And he's yeah. always been um, very helpful with that. So that helps out a lot. Um, my views on my future life, I feel like. I want to graduate college. Um, I kind of took a break from that right now because I want to dedicate myself to my child completely, to my two kids completely. Have a good job right now, so I feel like I can take a break with school until I graduate. Kind of sucks though seeing people from my class graduate and mm-hmm. me still um, in yeah. school. I have I a. I feel like part of becoming an adult though is noticing that everyone's graduating whenever you know. Yeah. Like, at, in high school, you're like, oh my god, there's a time limit for everything. Yeah. But then you're at, as you grow older, you're like, dude, I can go to school when I'm forty, and like, yeah. you know, like, make it. yeah. And I always tell my siblings that I'm like, because my brother right now, I feel like he feels like he failed. He's nineteen, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm yes, like, dude, I'm dude, you have, you can go back to school when you're thirty. It doesn't matter, you know. And that's that's huge. So, because I do plan on going back to school too, oh, but later good. on, yeah. So, yeah. I feel like I just kept trying to force myself to do school where I just kept, like, not doing my best. And I'm like, no, like, I need to take a break. I did that, too. And I feel like it was to fill a void, to not feel like I failed. You know, like, I became a mom too young. I'm not married. I'm not in my career. So I was trying to push myself to, like, be in school to feel that I was doing something good with my life, you know? But I was still, like, comfortable. I was living comfortable. I didn't need to go to school, so... Yeah, I felt guilty. Like, one of my biggest guilt is school um, and mom life. I feel like I had a really depressing time where I felt like I messed up having kids. I felt like I messed up moving in with my boyfriend. Um, and I feel like I, I kind of regretted my whole life for a while. And it was just because, like, I always had um, aspirations to, like, graduate school early, you know, have my career. I'm in, like, a whole different career field than when I started. Um, but... Uh, a turning point for me was I think I saw this tweet of a girl. She works in H or she graduated with an HR degree, and she was saying how it was so hard for her to get an entry level job, and like a lot of jobs uh, require experience. And um, it kind of hit me like, dang, like she graduated and she can't find the job. And look at me, like I haven't graduated and I already have a, a job in the HR field. Like I'm gaining experience, which at the end of the day, sometimes that matters more than your just your degree. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, well, right now I'm doing things backward. I'm getting the experience first, and then I'll have my degree later on. I think that kind of helped. And just knowing that I'm giving my children my all, and I'm there for them, and I'm being the best, best mom I can kind of feels that as well. Because yeah. at the end of the day, the kids matter more than any yeah, piece of paper. And I feel like that gives me so much relief because I, like, being a teen mom, I always, like, I, and 
being an adult now, I see everyone graduating and I always felt so alone. Like I was like, dang, I'm such a failure. Like I could have done school. I could have pushed through it. But now hearing both of you say that you didn't finish school and that you do plan on going back, like you guys have that same feeling as I do. Like you just feel like you failed and you have to fill that void of like, I don't want to be a failure, especially with Mexican traditional parents. Like I'm like, my parents risked everything for me to go to school and have a successful career and for me to have three kids now and no career. Like, I don't know. It just makes me want to go back to school and I do want to go back to school. And like Alondra says, sometimes I imagine my life like, what would my life be like if I didn't have my three kids? Yeah. And I feel like that comes a lot from put being a mom, like putting that label of I'm a mom and only a mom and my job is only to be a mom and nothing else. Yeah, and yeah, and I feel like we just need to learn that we can always put ourselves first too. Mm-hmm. And I've noticed that because with my daughter, I feel like I was only a mom to her, but I was still able to go to school. So I was doing something for myself. But after I had my son, I felt like I didn't do anything of that anymore. So then I just was labeled as a mom and I didn't have any other label but mom. Yeah. So then I felt this anger and I was just angry all the time. She's like, he's like, this bitch is just talking shit. Like, <laughs> no, but um, no, like I just had this feeling of like, anger like I was angry all the time and I feel like with my partner too like I would just be angry at him all the time because I was like you get to shower whenever you want you get to use the bathroom whenever you want and if the baby cried at night like como piedra right there just sleeping comfortably and I'd always have to be up and worried so I told him luckily we were able to talk and he was able to understand where I was coming from because I was like dude like it's painful pushing a baby out and it's painful taking care of them after yeah. like I need you to help me out and be a dad because I I mean I don't want you to have that label of just being a dad like I want you to do things for yourself but yeah just help me balance myself I was like I don't want to be angry all the time and I feel like it's coming from not having time to myself you know the first two weeks for me I hated my boyfriend with this pregnancy the first two weeks were horrible I hated him because the baby would cry and I'd be so tired and I would just look over and he's asleep and I'm like oh my god this motherfucker like I hate him so much and it was just the hormones but I would like one time I think I did spass out on him and he was like, well, remember you said before you, before you gave birth. And I did say this, that because I was working, you know, you would take care of the baby at night. And I was like, yeah, I guess you're right. Like he's paying all the bills right now. Like I, I get know, to, I'll, still, I'll sleep when, when yeah. my mom comes. Cause my mom comes over, uh, would come over during the day to take care of me, to let me sleep. Yeah. But I don't know why I was just so angry at him. Like it would piss me off. Like I would punch him in his sleep sometimes. Cause I would just be so mad. <laughs> he wouldn't even realize it. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay, so I feel like mom life is going good. I said at the beginning that I wasn't able to build a connection with Nico. Nico's my son, but um, now I feel like it's very overwhelming love, you know? Like, I stare at him and, like, I feel like crying. Like, I made him. Like, and he's in that little boy phase. He's not a baby anymore. And it, it just hits me. Like, he's going to grow up one day and that I have to be the best mom I can be, you know? Because I don't want him, I don't want to drive him away with age, you know? But, yeah, um, I feel like I manage my time pretty well. I do have a very healthy communication, um, like, set with my boyfriend. So if there's anything I'm lacking, he'll tell me. If there's anything he's lacking, I'll tell him and we'll work on it. Um, But he's been a pretty good dad with that. Um, 
I feel, I feel like um, certain areas I could work a bit more about myself is, what could I work more about myself right I'm now? Perfect. I'm perfect right now. I'm perfect. Right now, I feel like I'm doing pretty good, to be honest. If anything, I feel, I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like everything's pretty good. And that's valid, too. Yeah, that's fine, too, you know, but let's see. Um, are there parts you love, but you feel like you... Oh, I, I talk about this a lot in my other podcasts where you feel like you need to, like, like gloom down. Not gloom down. Is that a word, gloom down? You need to, like, blow down instead of, like... Like, shining up. Yeah, like, yeah, you need to, like, like dole down. That's the word I'm looking for. You need to dole down whatever you like and dole down your appearance and dole down how you want to dress and how you want to do your makeup and stuff. Because um, I feel like there was a point after when I had Nico where I try to get pretty and I'd be like, dude, I, I shouldn't, I don't need to do this. Why do I need attention from someone? Do am I calling attention from someone? Like, why am I doing this? And then, but I was also going through postpartum depression and that's how you think when you're going through postpartum depression. So I feel like at a moment I just snapped out of it and I'm like, bitch, no, like you've always loved doing your makeup. You've always loved getting ready. Like keep going with that, you know? So I feel like I've embraced that more. I've also embraced my true personality because um, I would always compare myself to other moms that have more of a duller life. And maybe that's how they are. But it, they were just more simple, like mom life 100% and like mom life this and mom life, mom life that. But I'm like, dude, I'm also 20, just 25 years old. I also have friendships to keep up with. I also like going out. I also like doing this and this and that. So I don't have to shut those parts of my life out just to be considered a good mom, you know? Like, I'm a good mom, and I'm also a good person for myself. So, yeah, doing those things. I feel like, um... So I totally agree with you, Julie, when you said, like, you kind of doled yourself down. I feel like that happened to me a lot with my first one. I kind of just went into senora mode, Mm -hmm. and, like, I was dressing super senora vibes. Like, I just had... Leggings, a big t-shirt, or, like, I would go shop at Taylor Ann and, like, New York Company, the places my mom shops, and I'm like, what am I doing, right? So, I think Girl, that... I, I feel so weird going into Charlotte Ruse. I feel judged going into Charlotte Ruse as a mom, or, like, going into Forever 21 or H&M. Like, I felt like I couldn't be in there. Yeah. I felt like I had a... No, like, out of place? Yeah. yeah, that's how I was. So I was shopping, shopping at all these different places that had, like adult clothes and I'm like okay whatever for a time I was like that I think until even before I got even during this pregnancy I was like that I think after I had my my um baby Genevieve um about seven weeks ago I was like wait I'm still young like what am I doing I lost 30 pounds from that pregnancy so right now I'm slimmer than I was when I first got pregnant with her so I was like I'm gonna take advantage like I need to go back to me so I started doing my makeup more. I started going out. Like, um, I started taking my babies out more than just being in the house. Yeah. Uh, right now we've been into, like, play cafes. And um, I'm in this mom group. Uh, this mom group is all white girls. And they dress very simple. Like, they don't do their makeup. They don't. They, they're literally, like, Lululemon and that's it, right? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That's yeah. how I felt that I needed to be. I needed. I felt like I needed to be just simple and like not have any personality to me you know yeah and i felt like last time i went to a play cafe it was like this um opening or this launch of some summer classes they were gonna have and there's a lot of moms there and first of all being the only hispanic in the room you're already gonna be looked at but i came in with a full beat i came in with my hair curled i, w- I had a crop top on and like some mom high-waisted mom jeans and 
I walked in and everyone just looked at me and I felt so out of place. And like people asked me, oh, how old are you? And you know, when they judge you, it's not like they really want to know. They just want to, you look young and they were like, damn, like you already have two kids. Um, but yeah, like they were all looking at me and it felt very uncomfortable, but then I was like, no, I was like that for a while and I don't want to be like that no more. Like I'm still me. I used to love doing my makeup, so I'm going to continue to do that. Yeah. I'm like, it truly wants to, when I, when I go through stuff like that, when I feel judgment from other people, I truly want to go back to like where I was like dressing dull and like not being myself and like hiding myself and stuff but i have to be like bitch no like people are gonna be like this whether you like it or not whether what you're doing what you're doing and i just have to do what i want to do you know so no i feel that 100 yeah and i feel like now that i like keep up my appearance more and i try to like look better and i feel like that comes with a lot of things like people treat you better mm-hmm. if you look like you take care of yourself yeah i don't know well, you know what i mean like people that. hold doors for you and everything <laughs> and i'm like yeah like people are just nicer they talk to you nicer and i don't know I just feel like I, if I keep slipping back to that senora life, I'm going to be a senora too fast. And no, I'm still young. Yeah, I have two kids. Life, yeah. yeah, I want to be that, that cool mom, that yeah. hot mom, you know. And I don't know. It starts with taking care of yourself. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah, just to close out, I just think that you just have to give yourself time for yourself. Put yourself first so you can be a good mom. Yeah. Don't just label yourself as mom. You and could also be... You know, like, I'm a partying mom. Like, I'm a cool mom. Like, I like alcoholic drinks, mom. Because I used to think the same way. And, I mean, being 16, I was like, damn, how do I dress now? Because my mom was the same way. Like, you can't dress I, I feel so like a certain way. Being a mom at 16, you truly go through an identity crisis. Because you're still discovering who you are. Like, you're still... Like, trying to see who do you want to be, what fashion style do I want to have, what people do I want to hang out with. So, I feel like, I don't know, were you just, like, lost or something? Yeah, because, I mean, I couldn't do that party stage. Like, everyone was out partying, getting drunk, getting high, and I couldn't do that because I had my daughter at home. So, I was like, damn, I got to go home and take care of my daughter. But I was, I honestly am proud of how my life played out because once I turned 21, I was able to have the alcoholic drinks and do all the party stuff, go to the club. But... I just couldn't figure out how to dress. Like, I was just like, bro, do I just do my makeup? Do I not do my makeup? But now as an adult, like, I'm okay with, like you said, being dull. I don't have to always do my makeup because I sometimes don't always have time. But if I really want to, I will tell Yannick to take care of my kids and give me that time for me. So I can be happy and give them a good time just as much as I want to have a good time. So I just feel like if you're a mom and you feel guilty all the time just have time for yourself to not have that guilt like just know that you come first to have happy kids and have a happy happy man (laughs) yeah i i I forgot what i was gonna say sorry (laughs) i was gonna say something but yeah (laughs) all right well this brings us to the end of this podcast we can have these girls back if you guys want and if they want to have to add more even talk about other stuff not just mom life because we are not just moms okay so yep i hope you guys have a nice day and it's something and someone wants to add something so one sec so guys, I'm always looking for mom friends. Like if anyone ever wants to meet up and 
I don't know, go on play dates. <laughs> like, my kid is so bored at home right now. Like, he can't play with his little sister. But um, I also am part of this mom group called Babbling Babes. You guys can look them up on Instagram. Um, we, like, do monthly book clubs. And, like, we go to, like, these different events and stuff. It's really good. Um, it's all white people. So I would love to see different Hispanic, like, moms come out. And it would be great to oh, not be the yeah. only Mexican there. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Just putting that out there. All right. Bye, everyone.